0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So an explosive trade deadline is finally behind us. It was a wild day yesterday, a wild day finishing up the trade deadline. We thought that we had seen it all once the Scherzer and Turner deal to LA was announced, but there was much more coming, and it went up right, right against that deadline, right against that deadline. The Cubs clean house. The Nationals continue to clean house. I mean, even teams that you thought weren't gonna be active, the Phillies were active, everyone was 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 making moves yesterday. So, I mean, where do I even begin? So the Cubs. The Cubs, they 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 really did they they did it. Everyone is gone. Rizzo is gone. We talked about that. Craig Kimbrell is gone, he's going to the south side of Chicago. That is a trade that That might be the trade of the year honestly because you have a White Sox team that's already in really good shape they had Liam Hendricks at the back of their pen now they're getting Craig Kimbrell so it was Craig Kimbrell going to the White Sox in exchange for Nick Madrigal and Cody Hewer so now you have a one-two punch at the back of your bullpen with Kimbrell and Hendricks I mean obviously the White Sox starting staff is as good as it gets in this game. They have World Series ambitions on the south side, and and these are these are legitimate comments. I'm not just saying this. I think this team legitimately can make a World Series. I mean, Campbell has been very good this year. He was an All Star, and uh, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a future Hall of Famer, and he's you know a lot of people thought that he had fallen off a cliff. Like he kind of you know wasn't the same past couple of years, but. This year, he's looking, he's, he's looking vintage. He's looking vintage. He can remain with the White Sox through 2022, actually, uh, because he has the final guaranteed season of his contract this year. But there's a club option for next year, a $16 million club option. But coming into this year, it seemed like they weren't going to pick, like no team would pick that up. But now that seems like a bargain. The White Sox will definitely pick up that $16 million club option. He is a top reliever on the trade market. And, you know, it's it's a big price, but he's worth every penny, absolutely. Nick Madrigal, you know, he's, he's uh, highly well-regarded as a prospect. He's been in the big leagues. He's only hurt right now. But he's going to be huge for the Cubs moving forward. 114 to runs created plus over his first 324 big league plate appearances. He's probably the best contact hitter in the game. Chris Bryant is gone. He went to the Giants, as many people predicted. He is going to San Francisco in exchange for prospects Alexander Canario and Caleb Killian. So, KB, he's had a great go with the Cubs. Second overall in 2013, he won the 2015 Rookie of the Year, followed it up with the 2016 NL MVP, won a World Series. I mean, this dude has been awesome. He's been awesome throughout his career. I mean, honestly... He, early in his career, he would put up six to eight wins above replacement. And we were like, whoa, this is awesome. But, you know, it's not sure whether or not he's going to return to that. I think he can. Uh, he just started his career off really hot. Um, Him returning to six to eight war would be pretty remarkable. But I don't know if he's going to get back there. He's more of like a, a four or five, like a four war player now, honestly. But still, the bat is legit. Bat is legit. And that's what San Francisco is trading for. San Francisco is... Also trying to win a World Series this year. And um, yeah, Chris Bryant can help them do that. He can help them do that. It was just an absolute fire sale by the Cubs. So, um, you know, I mentioned Kimbrel, mentioned Bryant. Javier Baez is also gone. He was traded to the Mets. Every, everybody you can think of. Jake Marisnik is gone. Trevor Williams is gone. You know, other guys earlier this month, Jock Peterson, Ryan Tapera, Andrew Chafin. We're all sold off. So expect to see guys like Nico Horner get a lot of playing time. You know, those guys, they need to develop the young. Dude, I don't even know who else is left on this team. But the Cubs absolutely cleaned house. Absolutely cleaned house. The Phillies. The Phillies were active yesterday. They went ahead and got Kyle Gibson and Ian Kennedy. And they did this for a package including Spencer Howard. So they added a pair of quality arms. No, Philadelphia did this. Um, Kyle Gibson is the starter. Reliever is Ian Kennedy. And they also got a pitching prospect, Hans Kraus. But in return, the Phillies sent three players, young righty Spencer Howard, and then prospect, pitching prospects Kevin Gowdy and Josh Gessner. So Max Scherzer was gone. Jose Berrios was gone. I'll, I'll talk about him in a moment. So Kyle Gibson was the remain, top remaining starter on the market. And the Phillies were known to be looking for some pitching help. So they struck big with a package deal to get both middle of the rotation and back end of the bullpen help. So that's what they're going to get there. I mentioned Jose Barrios. Jose Barrios is a Toronto Blue Jay. He was traded up to Toronto, and, you know, the sweepstakes were, were pretty high on him because, you know, Scherzer was off the board, and it, it was reported that a lot of teams were in on, in on Jose Barrios because he was the next best starter on the market. And then the, the Toronto Blue Jays did their thing. They swooped in. They're like, yeah, we're going to do this. The Blue Jays actually returned to Toronto, played their first game in Canada in like two years. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, so they're, they're going to grab his his arm for, you know, for the rest of the trade deadline. Sorry, rest of the season. See if they can make a playoff push. You know, you have um, Hunjin Ryu at the, at the front of that rotation, Robbie Ray. Now you go ahead and you get Jose Barrios. That's pretty good. Plenty more trades, folks. Plenty more. Oh, let me just say. Uh, in that trade, it was uh, top pitching prospect Simeon Woods Richardson going to the Twins in return and infielder Austin Martin. So the Twins did really well in this one. Austin Martin was a number five overall pick in last summer's draft. He's a shortstop and center fielder. He's going to be a big leaguer pretty soon. He's, he's a fast track kind of guy. So the Twins did a good job to restock their farm system in that move right there. Ladies and gentlemen, there are... Plenty, plenty more moves to announce. I mean, yesterday was quite a whirlwind. I th- this is this is the busiest trade deadline I've ever seen. Absolutely. Everyone was active. So the Yankees, they got their bats. They went ahead and got an arm too. They went ahead and got Andrew Haney. Left-handed pitching. So the Yankees have, have plugged really the holes they needed to plug. right? They need to get an outfielder. They needed to get a starting pitcher. I think I mentioned that like weeks ago and they've done that. They went ahead and got Andrew Haney in exchange for minor league righties. Jason Junk, and Elvis Peguero. So Haney's going to be a rental for the Yankees because he's in his final arbitration se- season. Um, he hasn't been good this year, five two seven 7 ERA in 94 innings. But he's been sharp in his last couple starts, and some of the underlying metrics show us he's been, or suggest, he's been a bit unlucky. He's got an excellent strikeout and walk rate. And yeah, so he's also been getting a lot of swinging strikes and chases. The only issue with him is that uh, he has a bit of a penchant for the long ball. You know, in recent years, he gives up home runs. Obviously, moving to Yankee Stadium is not going to help that. But, um, hey, he's, he's not a flamethrower. He's been a solid fourth starter whose strikeout to walk profile has shown that he could make another step. So that's what, um, that's what they're hoping. That's what they're hoping from Andrew Haney. The Nationals. John Lester is out. They also so the Cubs clean house, the Nationals clean house, except Juan Soto. John Lester was traded to the Cardinals in exchange for Lane Thomas. That's it. A one-for-one one swap. So the Cardinals are looking to bolster their staff. I mean, right now, they're without Jack Flaherty, their ace. He has an oblique strain. Carlos Martinez is done for the year after he went under he underwent thumb surgery. Miles Michaelis has only thrown four innings this year. They've just been decimated with injuries in that rotation. So um, I mean, also Dakota Hudson's out for the year since he had Tommy John. So it, it's it's a dire situation. It's a dire situation. I mean, with so many injuries in that staff, they've already turned to Wade LeBlanc to soak up some innings. I mean, they're getting Jay Happ and John Lester, but um, neither of those guys have really pitched that well this year. Lester has the better results of those two, but at the end of the day, it's a 5.02 ERA. And um, at this point, John Lester is primarily a five-inning pitcher. He's recorded an out in the sixth inning year later in just five of his 16 outings this year. And he's been hit pretty hard um, every time he goes through the lineup for a third time. Third time around the, the lineup, he's hit for a 333 average, 386 on base, 627 slugging. It's, it's rough. It's rough. But Lester's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. This might be you know, the home stretch for him as far as his career, honestly. But for the Nationals return, Lane Thomas, he's 26. Uh, He hasn't really been able to produce at the big leagues ever since he had a cup of coffee late in 2019. But it's actually pretty surprising for the Cardinals to part with him. Um, I mean, he just hasn't had a big sample size. I'm not even gonna read his numbers, it's not worth. He's only had 58 plate appearances. Um, A very small sample of plate appearances in his career, 142, 58 this year, it's just not enough. But as recently as last summer, Fangraphs ranked him as the number 14 Cardinals prospect. Gets a lot of praise for his defense in center field. And he's got some power and plate coverage. So, yeah. We'll see what the Nats can do with that. If they can develop that into something. Moving on. Moving on. The Braves acquired Jorge Soler. They actually got two outfielders. So, they got Jorge Soler and they brought back Adam Duvall. Remember that? Last year, Duvall hitting a bunch of home runs for... The Braves, yeah, they brought him back too. So the Solaire trade was a trade with the Royals, and um, the Royals will get minor league right-hander Casey Kalich in return. I mean, they need outfielders in Atlanta. Ronald Acuna's season-ending ACL tear, Marcelo Zuna's uh, you know dislocated fingers, and he also has a domestic violence arrest. So they need outfielders. I mean, they did go ahead and get Jock Peterson, but now they got actually they got three outfielders. They got Solaire. Adam Duvall and Eddie Rosario as well. So Soler, I mean, he has power, we know this. I mean, I'm pretty sure he led the American League in home runs, I wanna say in 2019. Um, yeah, he played 162 games that year and he had 48 home runs. But since then, he's fallen on hard times. I don't know what happened. He he is just a 90 way to runs created plus. So kind of came crashing back down to earth But he's due for free agency after the end of the season, gives them a power bat nonetheless. And um, yeah, more depth in their outfield. But Adam Duvall, like I said, they went ahead and got him from Miami, catcher Alex Jackson is heading to the Marlins. And then in the Eddie Rosario deal, I mean, Rosario's on the injured list right now, but they got him from the Indians. when Rosario returns to the fold, you know, they can add him to the mix. That's a lot of outfielders. I mean, I guess they're going to probably do some kind of platoon where it's going to be between Duval and then Peterson and Rosario. So Duvall's righty. Peterson and Rosario are lefty. And, you know, once everyone's healthy, they can juggle between the three veterans in the corner outfield. Duval could actually even play some center. He's actually done that this year. 53 innings up the middle in center field for the Marlins this year. So we'll see how they juggle that. That's a lot. I don't really know exactly how they're going to juggle it, but the Eddie Rosario tra- uh, trade, well actually Pablo Sandoval went to Cleveland in that deal. Um, so that's what that was. But lots of moves, lots of, I, I haven't even finished yet, but I'm not, I'm not going to be able to hit all of them guys, but I'm, I'm trying my best to uh, to get the big stuff, get the big stuff. Um, what else? The Phillies acquired Freddie Galvis. So I'm pretty sure he's played with them before. Yeah, he's played with them before. He was a Philly starting shortstop from 2015 to 2017. Um, yeah, he actually played. He was in the Phillies organization 2012 to 2017, but starter for those three years. It's just a trade with the Orioles. And yeah, it's just going to be cash, basically. In exchange for cash. You get Freddie Galvis. Galvis is going to be a backup in Philadelphia because they already have Alex Boehm, Didi Gregorius, and Gene Segura. Uh, Gregorius has had some health issues this summer, and Boehm hasn't really hit a stride yet, so getting Galvis is some depth for Philadelphia. Wow, folks. There was a lot. Um, I guess the details on that Baez trade to the Mets was that uh, it was Baez and Trevor Williams um, going to New York in exchange for outfield prospect Pete Crow Armstrong. So... Um, you're going to see a Lindor and Baez tandem up the middle in New York, which is pretty cool. We've seen them play for Puerto Rico in the World Baseball Classic, but I mean, Baez is, his, his whiff rate is way too much this year. I mean, that's why he was kind of getting benched for the end there. He strikes out way too much, um, but hey, the Mets will take it. His defense is pretty good. Uh, he captured a gold glove last year. His shortstop ability has been celebrated for a long time. Um, Right now, Lindor is probably gonna be be their shortstop, gonna remain there. Um, yeah, honestly, that's that's probably you're probably gonna be seeing Baez move around the diamond more because Lindor is the guy they signed to the ten year deal and he's the he's the incumbent. They'll probably stay him. But Pete Crow Armstrong, who's going to Chicago, he's a nineteen years old. Um, honestly, defensively, he's he's MLB ready. He's MLB ready on the defensive end. He'll play center field in the big leagues today. Excellent throwing arm, speed. I remember when he was drafted, they compared him to Grady Sizemore. But, you know, scouts say as as of now, right now, his offensive game is still a work in progress. Um, so, yeah. He's 19, though. So, time will tell how he develops. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have had a very, very busy trade deadline. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, I haven't even gone into, like, gotten in. I haven't talked about any games in a while because we've had so many trades. Joey Votto is over here lighting the world on fire. This dude has homered in seven straight games. And uh, we haven't even been able to talk about that because so many trades have been flying around the league. But Votto is on a hot streak. He's one shy. He's one home run shy of the record, which is eight. Three players have hit um, – Ken Griffey Jr. is one of them. I forget the others, but eight straight games with a home run. But Votto's at seven. If he homers today, he will – He'll be tied for the record. So, Joey Votto, giving us a reminder that he's a Hall of Famer. He's a future Hall of Famer. He has his OPS up to nine thirty-seven on the year. That is right at his career OPS. And um, yeah, he's looking like vintage Votto. I mean, great stuff, great stuff. I mean, re- recovered. You know, he he recovered some magic there because he definitely did not look good each of the past. Wait, I, mean, I mean, he looked. Yeah, last year was a shortened season, but in 2019, he did not look like himself. He did not look like himself at all. But good to see Votto swinging it, and we'll see if he can get that streak going. But that's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.